Welcome back to another episode of 808s and Hot Takes Podcast. This is week eight. We've hit the two-month mark. Yeah. I'm your host, Turtle with a Pen, here with my co-host, G. Twitterless G, Chef Boy RG. The G stands for... When was the stop? When was the stop? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm literally never going to stop. When was the stop? It's never going to stop. Yosh G, it's, it's never going to stop. The G spot, you know, just keep, keep going <laughs> on, really. <laughs> Mr. Find the G spot oh all day. Gosh. Yeah, and as y'all can hear, we do have a, a guest on this week's episode. Special, here's third voice. special guest. Yeah, very, uh-huh. a very important friend and, uh, you know, musical influence for both, both me and G, our homie, C. Alpha. Hi, hello, hello, hello. Thank you. <laughs> that was a good introduction. I like that. That was a good introduction. I know. I, I, feel, I feel hella special. I'm over here like, <laughs> <laughs> Looking at kids walking outside of the car, like, hey, did you hear that? He said on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's going to join us this week. We gonna, like I said, we're going to talk topics, we're going to talk albums, and then for our discussion segment, we're just going to talk to him, because he himself is also a musician. So we're going to talk, uh, you know, do a little interview with him, talk about his own music, what we can expect, you know, the, the basics. So but as far as topics this week, let's just dive into it. In small news, ASAP Rocky was actually found guilty of that assault in Sweden. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because we all saw the video. You know, it's crazy. I didn't see the video. I need to, I need to see that video. Shame, shame on you. Shame yeah, on I mean, you. it was basically just like some some drunk dudes following him. And then he claims, and some women claim that the dudes were like bothering some women also. And that's when ASAP and his dudes kind of stepped okay. in. Okay. So, yeah. There was some so, foul play there. Yeah, so I mean, he got, they're found guilty, like him and his friends. But according to like the Swedish government, they have a suspended sentence. So basically, as long as they don't commit another crime, it's like probation. Basically, if they go to Sweden and they don't commit any more crimes, then they don't have to serve any time. Okay, okay. So they're good. Like they're they're guilty, but they're good. Yeah, I mean, they right. they pretty much they pretty much used it, used him his month in jail as time served. Yeah, and then they charged him like thirteen hundred. And yeah, like got court fees and whatnot. Yeah. So then after that, so it was like everything, nothing, honestly. Yeah, to him, it's like, I, and to be honest, he's not going to go back to Sweden and commit any crimes because yeah. they're not going to go back to Sweden. Yeah. Right. Anytime soon, if anything, it's like going to be a layover spot. Like, just use the restroom. Don't do anything else. <laughs> Big facts. Yeah. Like, literally, like, if we cannot get off the plane, we'll just stay on the plane. Yeah, we'll stay on the plane. You're like, uh, Mr. Rocky, you're like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, shout out to ASAP. He's out, though. That's what we care about more than anything. And then in big news, Rock Nation, Jay-Z, the Jiggy Man, Hove. Wow. Move. Turtle with a pen's alleged father. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yo, Dada. <laughs> Look, no one's proven he's not yet. No, he, he, he hasn't answered my, my request for a test, so. Wow. You're too light-skinned. Light That's the point, though. My, mom, my mom's not black, so that I would be light-skinned. It makes sense. Jay-Z's been ducking me. It's fine. But anyway, so they, they partnered um, with the NFL this week, which has been very controversial. A lot of people are on, you know, both sides of this. Because he did say, uh, what, what was that quote? He said, um, we, what, all, we what, all understand we all understand why Captain Dick Neal's for. Yeah, and he, but he said, like, what we already know why, <laughs> yeah. Next step. Yeah. yeah. But then he also claimed that, like, he talked to Kaepernick and Eric Reed, who are, like, the two people who got, well, Kaepernick's still blackballed. Eric Reed got blackballed and finally got a job. Yeah. So he did say he talked to them about this, and then afterwards, like on Twitter, they were all like, "Nope, that's not true. Don't use our names. We didn't." Oh, word. Yeah, they're not in support oh, of him. Oh like, wow, wow. They, I didn't know that. Yeah, they they feel like he's selling out. He's selling them out because he's like 
partnering with the people who are discriminating against them. Mm-hmm. And like I get it's kind of like the seat at the table thing. Like he's like, if I can get a seat at the table, I can make change. But you know, it it I, I feel like it depends on what side of the. But it's a thing. Like he could be like the Thurgood Marshall of music. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. I don't know. It, it's weird, but you do gotta. I always believe if you want like strange things to happen, you gotta do. If you want strange results, you gotta do strange things. So like, it's gonna seem pretty like, you know, not the ideal thing that everyone anyone, everyone would do. But I think there's something definitely going on. Like he's definitely a businessman. Yeah, there's a, there's a big there's, there's a bigger picture to it. There's a bigger picture, man. It's not, it's not just what we're seeing. I think it's very easy to be like, ah, oh, you so that's like obviously like the emotional response. And don't get me wrong, I I get it. I'm not saying people are wrong for that. If anything, I thought that too, but I think there's a lot more going on than we are seeing in the media. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, why would he talk about his business? I mean, like, why would he? He he, like he did that press conference so he could like say like make sure that everybody understands that you know he's partnering it and he's a, he's for it. But we don't really know what's happening. We don't actually know what he's actually going to do. What his plans are? Yeah, right. I, yeah. I feel like we're we're not gonna kind of see it play out more. Like, I, I my initial reaction was the same. Like, I was like, this feels like a sellout move. It feels like he's trying to cozy up with the owners. <coughs> So he can become, and because people are saying he's got like, like trying to become an owner himself some at some point. Because him and Diddy were talking about that, like they want to buy NFL teams and. But that's the thing, man. Like y'all acting like y'all don't know who, you know, Sean Carter is. Like you know, this dude is the same guy who was like bailing niggas out. You know what I'm saying? Just because he could have, like, he was. You know what I'm saying? Like the hip hop Santa Claus. And I'm, I think, <laughs> no, that ass, that ass. And I, I think people like forgot so quick again. Like the emotional response was just, oh, it's all out. But try to see what's happening. Like I don't even see that being in his character just by what he's done in the past. And that's not even like, I'm not like a huge Jay Z fan, but I think just from judging, especially like from the last five years, like his moves, like all the things he's done under behind the scenes, I, I, I don't see that being negative. I, I see like something happening. Like I said, a lot more. Yeah, I definitely think you got to, like, and I think you hit the nail on the head. You got to take into account very recent Jay-Z. Because a part of me, and this is, you know, just my own personal, like, anti-capitalist, like, slant. I don't mm-hmm. really trust rich people to have my best interest at heart. Right. But Jay-Z has kind of proved, even though he is a bit, like, approaching being a billionaire and approaching that class, like, he's also been doing, like, exceptionally good things, for the, especially in the last couple of years. Because obviously, like, early Jay-Z, former drug dealer, dope boy, like, turned rapper, turned mogul. But he never, like, really did anything explicitly for the community. Like, he did stuff, like, in Brooklyn and, like, you know, all rappers do. Right. But in the last couple of years, he's really, like, like, like he, on Mother's Day, he's bailing out moms out of jail nationwide. Like, yeah. He's just putting money on books for people. He's, he got me, he helped get Meek Mill out. He got, right. he's, getting, he's getting rappers out of their bad deals. Like, he, like, little Uzi was finna retire because he was in a bad deal. Right. Lil and Wayne had, had like, was in debt, out. too. Lil Wayne, he got, he, like, he paid his taxes for Wayne, so. Yeah, like. So he's, he's he's been doing enough good stuff that I think he's kind of earned some goodwill that we. That's can... what I'm saying. People are quick to forget. Yeah, like you're right. Like all those facts are true, and people forgot that real quick. You know, when this happened for me, I'm just like, okay, it is kind of strange. I I won't lie. It it does sound strange, but maybe that's what we need to do to really get something to change. You know, what I'm saying yeah. we we keep doing the same shit that oh you're supposed to do. Like oh yeah, that's what I expect them to do, and we're gonna be where we always been. Yeah, like, I mean, my my stance right now, I, I I'm kind of on the fence. I I lean towards sellout, but like I said, I'm not. I'm like I talked about this with somebody yesterday. Like, I don't mm-hmm. that's, I don't think I agree with what he what he's done so far, but I have to see how it plays out because I'm not I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. I, I don't agree per se, but I'm not mad because mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know how this is gonna play out. 
and right. he ends up owning a team or Kaepernick ends up with a job or he changes things for the better, then I'll, you know, I'll bite my tongue. Which is why I'm not mm. like jumping out the window to be like, fuck Jay Z, like immediately, because I have no <laughs> right. idea, you know, what the game plan is. Right, right. And I agree. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be quick to say anything, especially when, you know, we haven't seen how this is aged. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean I forgot yeah. I forgot what player said it. Like they made a, they did an interview with a player like yesterday, the day before yesterday. And there was and he was like, Oh, this is despicable. I was saying how Jay Z that, 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 that had to be Eric Reed. Okay, yeah, because he because he's the one who like I said it was him and Kaepernick on the 49ers originally who yeah. were like kneeling. But obviously, Kaepernick got blackballed and has not got a job since. Yeah, Eric and Reed, Eric Reed, like he was out, he was out of work for a good minute there. Yeah. Like, and he he was coming off like one of the best. I mean, I'm not the biggest football person anymore because of all this stuff. I've kind of stopped watching the last two or three years. But he he had he came off like one of the best safety seasons of recent memory and couldn't get a deal. Yeah. So everyone's like, it's wow. Kaepernick. Like it's very obvious what's happening because these guys. You don't not sign good players. Like they, they signed that one Dwight dude from the Eagles a few years ago. Like he was like at a country concert screaming the N word, but they were like, "Well, he can catch footballs," and he said he's sorry. <laughs> he like you can you can beat your wife up more than once, and they'll be like, "Uh, eh. who did that?" Uh, a bunch of people did. Ray Rice was yeah, like the big Rice, one, yeah, was, yeah. but even like since then, there was like a video of this dude like he like need a girl in the face in a hotel hallway like. And it was like a random like defensive player. I don't know enough NFL players to remember his name, but I was just like, "Yo!" And he's got a. It was, no, he's a running back because he just got signed like this offseason. Everyone's like, "Wow, that's cool." We're just gonna. It's fine that he need a girl in the face. And he was like, "Well, she called me the N word." I was like, "All right, I don't know." Because she was white. damn. At least put a at least put a helmet on her. Damn, like she ain't had no protection. Bro. I'm saying like, like he, he's, you should know firsthand. You play football. He, right? he, he's, he's like padding. He said she used a hard ER, and I'm just like. I've I've known a lot of black people. That's usually the excuse. If like if you have a, if you don't have a good reason for beating a white person up, you can be like, well, I mean, you ain't hear him call me the n word. But I'm like, this is a woman, bro. Like, no, it's still bad. Yeah, it's just still you, morally. You, yeah. you put your knee on her face. You're doing WWE moves on her. That's not like we've gone right. <laughs> yeah, like don't try to like make it tough. Well, look, don't you see what's happening here? It's racism when it's like, no, no, you <laughs> actually like need the bitch in the face, dog. like. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like she she couldn't like move, bro. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. So the Jay Z thing, you know, like it's it's a thing that we all just kind of got to sit with and wait. And like I said, I I, I trust Jay Z enough, but not all I mean, the way. He's your father, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Allegedly, yeah. Look, the, the <laughs> Papa, Papa. <laughs> the, the people don't know. If you you cover up my eyes and my you cover up my my eyes and up, and then cover up his eyes and up in a picture, we got the same face. Just because of the picture of you in your past. What you and you doing the whole sign all that stuff? Oh, okay. I was like, okay, for context, people listening, I was like 13, and me and my cousin we used to make like rap skits and stuff. So we did one where I was Jay Z, and I had like a had like a Rockwear hat, like real low, and a big Rockwear jacket on. I was throwing up like the rock, and my cousin was on the mic rapping because I, I wasn't like I couldn't freestyle. So he's older than me, so he started freestyling on the mic as Jay Z, and his homie who's like darker than me was like had a backpack on with a polo, and he was Connie in the background, like. So every time my cousin would be like, turn the lights down, like his friend would turn the lights off. He'd be like, turn, I'll turn them back on, turn them back on. And he would turn them back on, and his friend would just be an extra in the back. That video doesn't exist anywhere on the internet. So I wish it did. I kind of wish know, it did. Honestly, I wish it did too, man. I think it's doper. It's doper than it sounds, I promise. Like, I feel like that would be <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it, was, it was a great skit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, because I, no, 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 but no, for real. Like, gee, I used to do the same thing. We used to do the same stuff with like Jackson 5 stuff. So I get it. I get like okay, we got to put on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to get in the character. Yeah, like like we that were really just makes just, like broke and had no cable, so we were just bored on the weekend. <laughs> right, right. <Exactly. laughs> 
All right, so in the last piece of news and upcoming tours, reunion tours have been a big thing lately, like especially after the, the B2K and Millennium Tour. And then I'm not even, I don't even remember who all was on this new one. There's like a bootleg Millennium Tour where it's like Ray J and uh, B5. It's literally the bootleg Millennium Tour. That's not the one we, I'm, about, I'm about to announce. That's just, that made me laugh. <laughs> Basically, all the niggas who are not Pretty Ricky and not B2K are on tour right now. Yikes. Yeah, but, seriously, but uh, in a in more in a better reunion, in a more important reunion, three six mafia is getting back together. Hey, hey, yeah, big Stop! Oh my god! And I, I promise, niggas our age and a little bit older is gonna be out there. You screaming slob on my knob like they sixteen again. Of course, oh my god, DMX is gonna be there. Yeah, nah, niggas are gonna come out solely for DMX. I, I was I was gonna say it's gonna be them, DMX, and Bone Thugs and Harmony. And I promise you, I would go just to see DMX. <laughs> DMX is immortal. He's he's, he's immortal. actually we, we forget him every time we talk about the best crackheads of all time. True. Oh gosh, he's just he's just a force. He almost doesn't even sound like a person. Like it's weird hearing on the record no, when he comes in. Nah, dead ass. This man went to jail, and I forgot they went to well prison, and then he came back, and then he was like better than ever. Yeah, like DMX, he he has like the strength, like because people like if you've ever seen a crackhead, we all know like crackheads live forever. Big There's a reason right. we still have Bobby Brown. Chris Brown's never gonna die. Like I'm surprised. Crackheads have yeah. like infinite strength, and DMX he survived the crack era. Like yeah, like DMX's music is dark. That man talks about seeing demons and talking to like the devil and stuff. Like right. he has seen some right. things. Mm-hmm. This man did it all on crack too. I have a I have a theory that DMX is actually a very normal person though. Like <laughs> I have no 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 like no dead ass. I have, I have a theory that he's just like you know if we really met him on the street like oh my hey my name is Derek like you know what I mean like he's like, he's like <laughs> he talks super he talks cool. normal he doesn't have that raspy ass voice right exactly like hell like reading a book in Starbucks and shit like I feel like <laughs> not, some low glasses on just over here right. just like with his legs crossed and shit. <laughs> DMX is just an alter ego. He's been gone because he's a family. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear DMX's inside voice. Like, Big fact. I don't, I, if, if, who, if who he is on stage and as a rapper is who he's been his whole life, DMX has never not yelled in the classroom. What? He has never not been screaming. Yeah, I'm sure he came out the womb like, yeah! <laughs> like <laughs> just pull the umbilical cord off. <laughs> I can see that. Um, but yeah, so like I said, that if if you like say if, if you're of a certain age group, really like mid like mid twenties, I would say, and older, especially like young thirties, Three Six Mafia is your era. And if you don't know about Three Six Mafia, they're the reason all your favorite trap niggas sound how they do right now. I was gonna say like they're kind of like they kind of crawl so everybody else can like run right now. Yeah, like it's because everyone calls like Gunna and Baby like Future and Young Thug sons, and they might be, but they're Three Six Mafia's grandsons. Like, right, exactly. Like, because they they created the sound that is now the most like popping, common like Atlanta, like what's now the Atlanta sound is of their uh, what they from Memphis, I think. Yeah, they're Memphis. Sound. Yeah, I mean, well, if you just take what's I mean, what's the, what's the guy's name? Like the most popular one. What's his name? Juicy J. Juicy J. You take you take him just as a producer. I mean, he's had like. A lot of influence too, even when three six like split. So it's like, yeah, he's always been prevalent in that sound. So like, if anything, Meg the Stallion is just kind of like m- more bringing it back. But it's been been a thing. If you listen to Trick Daddy and Trina back then, it was like that's all yeah. that kind of music. Yeah, they they definitely represent like a like a pillar and like Southern sound. Like right, obviously, like Southern music has evolved over a bunch of eras, like the snap era, and now now we have like this trap era. But exactly. they definitely were like. Like embodied like that mid like early to mid two thousands exactly like, 
that what everything that was southern rap that wasn't the snap music was three six mafia sound. Right. And even then they were throwing some of the snap music too. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah, so and DMX and Bone Thugs and Harmony just because. So that's that's a worthwhile tour. I'm definitely gonna have to see where they're going. Just because I feel like I feel it's it's not it's it's the snow it's nostalgic. Yeah. Nostalgic. There nostalgic, you go. yeah. And I, I just feel like that's gonna be a fun show. Like Vicious Mafia is like fun as hell to listen to. And DMX, I'm gonna really be in my my twelve year old bag. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be barking at everybody, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be barking at everybody. That would be like the worst mosh pit to be. Oh my god. Oh, screw. Nah, dead ass. Nah, niggas would be shirtless. Niggas, it, it would get so. And I imagine it's gonna be like all niggas. I don't like women are gonna go right. But when DMX comes on, the women are sitting down. Women and are not. You, yeah, you through. come back from a DMX. Back up and let the niggas through. Just let the niggas through. Oh my gosh! But why would you even want to go there? I feel like when you come after that, it's gonna be like come back from war and shit. Like you come back with like one leg, you in a wheelchair the next week. Like what happened? Like where'd you go? Like oh, you know, it's a DMX concert. You know, he's back. It was great. Yeah, like, like you have in one of those box. Like that's gonna be too. That's too. His music is so angry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it's it's hot fire though. So I was like, but damn, if you like you said. Like Turtle said earlier, like it's like dark though. If you really listen to those albums, like not not even just the hits, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, like this this man really had like a whole. Because I, I used to be like a like my my pops is from Brooklyn, so I always grew up listening. To, even though I lived in Florida, I listened to a lot of New York rappers because like that's right. what people put me onto. So like mm-hmm. listening to like DMX as a kid, I'm like this man has like a three part series of songs where he's talking about Damien, this demon trying to get him to do bad things. Like and it's like this man was actually on hard drugs this whole time and like. Has like an abusive family and has been to jail in and out. Like this man's lived a truly crazy life. And then he had his yeah. whole like, Christian turn with like Lord give me a sign and stuff. Lord give me a sign. Yeah, I was. I was, I was, I was somebody help DMX. <laughs> How does it still <laughs> sound aggressive, DMX? Wow, he, like he was he was yelling at God. This man was uh, yeah, like, even God was like, God. yo, yo, turn that shit down, bro. <laughs> like, bro, can, can, can't you whisper or some shit? Like this man, this man can't even pray quietly. I know, I know, I know. He prays and he growls when he prays. He's like Lord, <laughs> he's like so loud. I asked that man to bless the food. He's like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, even God's like, damn, damn, just calm down, bro. <laughs> God's like, I get it, bro. I got you. Like, bro, relax. Like he talks. To, I feel like he talks to God like he's trying to stick God up. Like I don't. Yeah. But yeah, so that that story's gonna be hot. It's definitely one that like I'm gonna keep my eye on if they because I feel like they're gonna. The people who are on it feel like just not popping enough to where they're not just gonna hit big cities. They're gonna have to go to like kind of not small southern cities, but like not the major ones. Like they can go to Atlanta and stuff, but they also have to go to like parts of Alabama and like Mississippi, Missouri. Like they gotta go to places where people actually appreciate that sound. Yeah. Right, right. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. Big Bettyana. <laughs> yeah. So that that pretty much wraps up news. We're gonna take a quick little break. And we're going to talk about new music this week. Like I said, it wasn't a ton. It's pretty much like the turn-up weekend. We just got mm-hmm. Young Thug, the super extensive, outrageously long quality control album, and a couple of joints from my boy Swaley. Yep. All right. It's big, because they're black. And I'm like, no, but... Yo, 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 yo. Can you hear us this time? Yes, sir. What's up, Black Man? Right, awesome. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so I didn't expect it. I was just like... <laughs> oh, I'm leaving all this out of <laughs> That's hella funny. 
All right, y'all. Welcome back to the 808s and Hot Takes podcast. We're going to do these album reviews, talk about this new music. Yeah. Like I said before, this was definitely a, a, a turn-up weekend. Because mm. coming off Ugly God last week, we had New Young Thug, which was obviously the highlight. That's that's the Rick Ross of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we also got the OD album from Quality Control, which me and G talked about it before. It was it. It's excessively long. Nah, it was it was a fucking journey to to to, to listen to the whole thing, bro. Thirty six songs, bro. Thirty six. Thirty six. Uh, Chris I Brown still hasn't beat, and that's one person. I feel like all we've done is show you like the advantages of crack cocaine, because man, oh, if you can do that by wow. yourself, wow. I'm not a fan of like that. But bro, it is way better than Chick Fil A sandwich. Like, and, and and Turtle thinks so too. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's and I I love Chick Fil A. I'm a fan. But this Popeye sandwich, nigga. It got well, it, a, it's it got crazy how on it. <laughs> it's crazy how the food tastes a lot better when you don't support Trump. It's crazy. Bro, I'm saying like, <laughs> I was like, yo, y'all are open on Sundays. The pickles are thicker. The bun is nicer. Like, and y'all are was... okay, people. I want another one. Yeah, it's just like it's gonna. <laughs> Nigga, and it's cheap too, bro. I think that's why I tell I had never seen Popeye's line like this before. I feel like that's why everybody's here. No, I, I like on Twitter today, all I saw was videos of people like with like it was cars wrapped around the building, Nigga. people saying they ran out of buns. Nigga. One girl, she got her sandwich in a napkin because they were out of the little foil bags. Like I was like, oh, that's wow. that's that's some Popeye's customer service right no, there. They gave you that shit in a napkin. Popeye's. Ass, but that's what makes it good. Yeah. But who cares, nigga? You still gonna walk around the sandwich and eat that yeah, shit like, anyway? Yeah, you gonna eat that shit. So, nigga, right. go, go get that shit, bro. Go get that shit. I'm kind of scared now. I feel like they're gonna be out. It's a possibility. Yeah, nigga, you, you know, nigga, you're in Cali. Everybody's on that level right now. Oh, man. It's not like a... I'm in a quiet part of Cali. I like quiet places. Yes, that's a good part of where, that's a good part of where we live. Is it just small enough that, like, the Popeyes is popping, but it's not like around the building popping. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not wrapped around the building, but it's definitely a little bit more than I've seen before. Yeah, like the lines there. But all right, oh, so we're gonna try to talk about this album again. Hopefully, yeah. you know, for the third time. Yeah, I feel like the app don't want us to talk about this long ass Chris Brown ass album. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, so you we'll called him a crackhead one too many times. He's like, I, I, <laughs> I need this podcast to be gone. Yeah, I, right. I feel like we call Chris Brown a crackhead almost every week. If not every week, yeah, it's kind of becoming a staple. But I, it's not a lie, bro. It's to the point. It's to the point where like now I naturally I say it. Like I was like talking to him. Someone said something about Chris Brown. Oh, I actually got sent a video, and he was killing it. Like as always, he was dancing. It was like hella smooth and everything like that. But my first response was just like, "Damn, pray for him. You know he a cokehead." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm dead ass. That really happened today, and I texted him. That's the first thing I said. I'm like, "Wow, this really has an influence on me because that's all I hear from y'all." <laughs> Him, He's bro. a crackhead. I mean, you 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 just said it. Like this quality control album is thirty six songs, and it's a group. Like it's the whole label. Nigga, it's so There's like twenty people on it, and it's so still not longer than no, the first no, Brown like, album. It was more than twenty two. It was more than twenty. Cause I remember I counted it the other day. Bro, it's it was, it's, it's ridiculous, and it's still not longer than the Chris Brown album. Still. All right, here guys, here it goes. Here's a moment. Uh, yes, sir. May I please get one of the spicy chicken sandwiches, please? I'm sorry, we're actually currently sold out of the sandwiches. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, no, this, nah, is, we, no, we, this we, actually we, works out because I want to try the. Um... Wow. JR, tell me how you feel right now. Tell me I, I don't even know what to get, bro. I'm <laughs> 
fuck this and just leave. Yeah, can I just get that two piece combo? Spicy? spicy, please. Nah, he sounds so sad. I was for that two piece. Just surprise me. <laughs> uh, why is fine? Why is fine? And can I get a mashed potatoes? And can I get a side of just gravy? I didn't want to do this, but I have to know. <laughs> yeah, number three, spicy white meat, mashed potatoes, and gravy. What was that drink, by the way? Actually, just water. Water would be fine. You want a water bottle or just like a complimentary? Oh, drink? water water bottle would be perfect. Not a problem. And uh, you said you wanted to add one more thing. It's not a gravy, right? Just side of gravy, yes, sir. No problem. Anything else for you today? Honestly, just sweet heat sauce, and I'm good. Oh, yeah, no problem. Just want to gentleman at the window about the sweet heat. All right, perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, you too. Sorry, <laughs> guys. All, no, all this needs to be in the show because that's that was a real moment of pain for you. Like, you really yeah. scared they weren't gonna have. How disapp- okay, good. Let the people know how disappointed I am right now because that. <laughs> My the pain. He 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 responded so quick to as soon as I said like chicken. He's like yeah 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 fuck all that shit. Fuck I just said nigga. He's like, <laughs> I'm sure he's had to say that shit in the last like three hours so many Honestly, times. Honestly though, I know man. Damn, I don't know why I found out about it so late. Yeah, I mean I only knew about it because of Twitter. Like, cause it it was like two weeks ago. It was in like big cities yeah. and people in L. A. and New York and Atlanta had it. And then like Popeye tweeted, yes, the coming Monday it'll be in all restaurants. So me and G were like. Oh, we're gonna get this. It's not. It's not trending yet, but yeah, we're gonna get one. Yeah, because I mean, today is today is the worst day to get it, bro. Yeah, because that today is the day. Like, because they didn't even really try to make it pop in the day. They just started trending because Chick Fil A came with them True. on Twitter. Yeah. And now and then now it just became a thing. Yeah, and memes all day. But they're really they're really helping each other. That's the thing. Oh yeah, honestly, because honestly, people it's been chicken wars all day on Twitter, which yeah. has been wonderful. Which is oh well, it's funny you brought that up because now it's like, and it makes sense to obviously if you if you have a new chicken sandwich out, obviously the one you compare it to would be Chick Fil A. Them niggas try to put Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, and Wendy's. Get the fuck out. What? Where does Wendy's even fit in this whole conversation, bro? bro? Wendy's, uh, Wendy's, Bojangles, mad people try to jump out the window and get involved. And I'm like, this is not your place. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe let, I'll maybe let Zaxby's, you know what I'm saying, yeah, for my I, Southern I people. Zaxby's. And Zaxby's sat there and ate their food because Zaxby's knows what, Zaxby's is like, you know what? We have good chicken too, but it's fine. Y'all niggas know. See, no, right. chicken wings. Nah, Zaxby's got fire chicken sandwiches. Oh, yeah, chicken sandwiches are really nice there. Nah, go get that kick and chicken sandwich and change your life. Exactly. And you know, no, I like he, spicy food like that. Like He's not lying. He's not lying, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, niggas love Zaxby's. That's just a principle. I guess because it's not like nationwide, you can't, they can't really be in the discussion, huh? Yeah, because like, they, they, they were already really popping were like in like Central Florida. They, we had them. Yeah. I see them way more in like North Florida. Well, it's like South, split. Like, the, the South, and then they have like canes up here. You know, what I'm saying a lot of like raising canes. I don't know if you've heard of canes, but yeah, I, I want to put canes this. in Louisiana. I don't really like it that much, but yeah, see, it's like split. It's it's weird. It's like you know, that's just how some of it goes. But Chick Fil A did make its way across here. It's kind of weird that it's um being challenged right now. But yeah, I mean, with everybody what having the information that they do, especially yeah. with the Trump thing, that's yeah. Yeah, G G's a big Chick Fil A hater. I don't really understand. Why. I love Popeyes. Popeyes is fire. Bro. I mean, I like Popeyes too, but the fact that you don't like you don't like Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches, I don't. They're just it. not good to me. They're not. They're not good wait, me. whoa, 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 whoa. See, that's what I'm okay. saying. Like, it's a wild take. Yeah, Popeyes is cool because of their sauce, in my opinion, per- Ooh, personally. But the, it's nice sick. though. But it's not Chick Fil A. No, no, Jay, we're talking about this. No, 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 we're talking about this. We're talking about this. This is actually more important than the quality control album, to be honest. We're talking about this. Very, hey, yeah, very this true. is the quality control. Like this. <laughs> 
Bro, listen. How, to this how, how do you not like Chick Fil A? Bro, it's, it's the worst steak he has. Honestly, he said McChickens are better than Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches, bro. Oh my god! I was, Kill I was yourself. Pissed. No, no. I was, Actually, I was, I was mad in real life. Without a doubt, bro, bro, it's just not. It's not good, bro. It's not seasoned well. Yo, bro. it's actual chicken. Don't no. Don't ever in your life. <laughs> Disrespect yourself or me by saying it's not seasoned well. Are you kidding? Bro, Slaves it's not made this good. chicken, bro. Stop it. Slaves bro, made this chicken. Like That's why it's so good. There are niggas like me that understand what I'm, t- what I'm, what I'm talking about. Bro, it's, no, they're on it. You're going to get so many attacks. You're lucky you don't have an app, a Twitter app for a new attack. I'm glad. I'm going to get added on Twitter all week because of you. You're welcome. Because you're saying. And the people who work at McDonald's, are, the people who really know are like, 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 like that's crazy because we don't even have chicken. <laughs> but it's like not even real. Look. Bro, oh, that's wild, man. They're talking about, yeah, it's like, you know, you know what you're getting with that? Don't ever in your life compare that to McDonald's. What's funny? I got to say this. I got to get this off my chest. <laughs> it's weird how, it's weird how people's taste buds change over time. I, I went thinking that, you know, I was dating a girl at the time and I had my niece and my nephew right in the car. They wanted to get McDonald's. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to give you something better. Don't even worry about it. Watch, you know, I'm going to go to this place called Chick-fil-A. Like, okay, whatever. They get nuggets, they get a sandwich and they weren't fucking with it. And then my girl was like, yeah, I, I didn't think they would. Cause they, and they're like, yeah, we probably prefer McDonald's. I'm like, that makes no sense. It makes total sense. No. <laughs> Gee, if anything, we're saying that you have childish, a childish palate. Absolutely That's... not. Absolutely not. We're talking about childish palate, turtle? We're no, talking, we're, no, we're, not, we're not doing we're, the whole we're, thing on, on we're, we're, talking, we're talking about it? <laughs> I'm done now. I'm done now. I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. We can go with that. This could be a whole segment on chicken. I don't mind, you know. <laughs> Chicken is important. All right, chicken is by far one of the topics. But now you have like two black men talking about chicken. A podcast we might have already heard. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, you know, what I'm saying I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I like. Hey, bro, go ahead and keep it. Let's just be us. All right, we don't try to get. We'll try to write the trip. All right, so quality control. Thirty six songs. I think this shit's like what, like an hour and a half long. What was it? Hour and forty. Yeah, it's like an hour forty five. I think. Yeah. It's. I listened to it straight through one time. That was a mistake. I told myself I was gonna wait for someone to just tell me the good songs, but I was like, no, I'm gonna do this for the. I'm gonna do this for the podcast. I'm gonna listen to the whole song album. Wrong, bad choice. Look for the ones with the stars on. Just look for the I ones was, that people are playing. I was exhausted by time. Like literally, I, I looked and I was like, God damn. Because I, I was, if the beat wasn't good, because I was, I'm not listening to any of these songs like for lyrical content. I don't want to hear Offset talk about his dad again. I'm sorry, I don't. So I was like, I'm trying to hear the, the beats that are going to be hard so I can play on the weekend while we pre-gaming to go out. So I started to skip. I was literally skipping songs that just, I did I was like, nah, this beat's not good. This beat's too slow. I don't like the vibe. We're going to the next one. And I got through, like, it felt like I was listening for, like, three hours. I looked, and I still had nine songs left. Yeah, no. Bro, so I was only 75% of the way done. That's, nine songs is a whole album, bro. Yeah, that's, that's a whole project. Yeah, respect. And at the end of the day, you're not even getting quality like that. I mean, say what you want. If that's kind of music, cool. I'm not even, like, Hating, it's just like you're not. There's nothing yeah, it's, 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 it's new good. that they're talking about. It's, it's the same song fifteen times, and then maybe some other stuff. Like, yeah, it's because like, like, look, amigos. I I love the amigos as a group. There was way too many. I think like I, maybe like six or seven times it was an offset song, then a a, a takeoff song, then a Quavo song, then another Quavo song with somebody else on it. I'm like, can y'all not just just do songs together? We know we we tried this last year, the last year and a half. Everyone was like, Quavo's the best Migo. He dropped a solo album. It wasn't good. Then we were like, Offset's the best Migo. He dropped a solo <laughs> album. Also not great. Then we said, Takeoff's the best Migo. He dropped a solo album. I didn't even listen to it because at that point I was done. So I was like, well, you know give us Migo songs now? Like, 
the Migos are the Beatles of this generation. Like Paul McCartney was all right by himself. Lennon was all right by himself, but none of it was never the same since yeah, they like, all just, like broke up. Yeah, like, and they're and they're all good at like different stuff. So it's like you, I don't need like yeah. I don't just just do songs together. You need the strength of all of them. Is like you need the whole Avengers. You can't just have like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's it's thirty six songs. I'm gonna put like I, I usually like I'm gonna put the playlist like for the for the podcast itself out. I'm gonna put a couple joints like there's like a Meg The Stallion City Girl song in here that's pretty hard. There's a couple like there's like the Travis Scott feature is pretty hard. The Young Thug's on here. There's a lot of like good. I mean, it's fucking everybody in Atlanta basically. There's a song. I forgot what song. Uh... So there's a couple hard joints, and I made like I made a little playlist of like I think it's thirteen of the thirty six that I thought were good. I won't put that out with the episode, y'all, just so you can hear. Just so you can see like, which ones we said were good if you don't want to listen to all 36 fucking songs. Yeah, because it's uh, Because I'm not doing it. I don't, look, I don't want to hear Meek Mill on quality control beats. I just, I didn't need that feature. I didn't need T Grizzly. It's just, it's a lot. But, but part of me wants to ask, Turtle, like, what did you expect? Like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I, like, expe- I didn't expect it to be a, a good time, I'm going to be honest. I didn't expect it to be 36 songs. I, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't expect that. I really thought I was going to be like, you know what? It won't be that bad. I'll get through it. At least it's all, like, high energy. Nope, it wasn't. And the crazy thing is that their last album was not, well, they were, it wasn't as long. Their last album was uh only 30 songs. Oh, stop. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, I don't think it was that short. No, never mind. It was 30 songs. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I, I was, so I was really trying to give it songs off, man. It's good. I was just trying to give it. To yeah, them. no, it's thirty songs. The only thing I like, I really was happy about getting was like more little Yachty because he's been really quiet lately. True. So that was cool. But yeah, <coughs> what was that? Well, last time they only had twenty-five songs. Now they have thirty-five. They're... They didn't even have <laughs> songs last. Time. Like anything over twenty songs is a stretch, bro. Yeah, I, there is pretty much no artist I would trust to give me twenty songs, and I'm expecting twenty good songs. It's just it's too much music. Even Young Thug's albums, where we're going to talk about in a minute, like his was it was only an hour long. Some of the songs were like two minutes, but it was still fucking twenty songs. Like it's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also in in new stuff this week, we got was two Sway Lee singles. Yeah. One of them I don't remember. Off the top of my head, one of them I was drunk the whole time we listened to it because we played it a million times Friday. Yeah. So I was drunk for that, but when I heard it again, it all came back to me. Yeah. And I was like, no, that was a good song. It was the one with Drake. So I liked, I liked, it's like well, kind uh, of a. Uh, uh, what does that mean for that? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's, it's got like a kind of the Afrobeat sound that's been really popular lately. Right. You can tell, you, you can tell he's been visiting. And I think he was there, right, for the shot of uh, the video they did for um, Unforgettable. Yeah, yeah, I, and I think because I think like French Montana is from like he's from like north somewhere in northern Africa. I can't remember where. Yeah, but, but I, you, can, you can tell Sway's been visiting there and like really influenced by that sound. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's what I liked is like it seemed authentic. It didn't seem like he was like trying to just bite this wave. Like he actually has been around the people, mm-hmm. and I, I I like that in general. Actually, like because uh, we were talking about like Burner Boy a few weeks ago. Like everyone like there's been a lot of Afrobeat this year, like in pop in popular music, but it's all either from niggas who themselves are African. And and they're also putting on like other West African people, like like they're having Burna Boy and all the people from like the Lion King album. Like they're having a lot of artists who we don't know right on songs to use these. Songs. Unless you're African, if you're African, you know these people for sure. Yeah. So you know, shout out to my Africans. Uh, we we knew we knew who Burna Boy was. And all those people. Just yeah, I, I, 
I had heard about him. I think I said this a couple weeks ago. I heard about him like two years ago, literally because he had a song called More Life. So when I was looking for the Drake album, I stumbled upon the song. I was like, no, nah, this shit is hard. So I'd listen to like that project, but I wasn't like the hugest fan to this new one, which is a lot longer. Mm. Mm. So, so fuck with that, that Drake and uh, Sway Lee. It was um, we just looked at the name. Won't be late. Won't be late. Yeah, so check out Won't Be Late. Because we don't do a ton of singles on this, but I, I like the song. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Sway Lee project. All right, so the the real album to talk about, nineteen songs. The I don't even know I don't even know how to all the accolades to give Young Thug, the the potential goat of a generation. Yeah. That's probably too much, but still. No, he, he again he he I I would say he recreated the sound of, yeah. of trap music. Yeah, he's and he's he's fathered a whole genre, a whole like yeah, exactly. a whole group, generation of little of right. little and and other other opioid users. Yeah. Shout out to all the people. <laughs> I mean, even if you don't listen to Young Thug, you you know his influence. You respect him because yeah, like, like your favorite artist has taken some kind of flow from him. Like, and I again, you can tell Young Thug's been in Africa too, like or at least is inspired by some of that kind of music. Like just the riffs he goes on, I've always like heard mm-hmm. Africa in that. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that, that's I think that's the thing that like I love the most about getting a because we haven't gotten a full Young Thug album in like I think it's been like two years. Yeah, I mean, he, got, he, he did it like the, the EP. Yeah, we got EPs and mixtapes or like stuff where it'll be like him, but also his label. Yeah. Like, like all of the slime people. But it's like, this is the first like actual just young Thug album since uh, Thugger Girls, I think. No, I think Jeffrey was after Thugger Girls. Mm-hmm. Either one of those two was the most recent album, though. And he's done like collab albums with like Future and stuff, but like super slimy. But this is like a full, just straight young Thug album. 19 songs. He showed off the whole repertoire. Rep- I can't say that word. Repertoire. Thank you, repertoire. Repertoire. <laughs> of all his uh, all all his flows, like like it stood out to me on what song was it? It was it was the uh, Cartier Gucci scarf with Little Duke. Like I was like, who's on this? And I realized, oh wait, the Young Thug's bringing back the deep voice flow. Yeah, he's he's he yeah. voices the different flows. He's like different characters almost, almost yeah. like that thing going on. And uh, also a shout out to J Cole who executive produced this album, which a lot of people didn't realize. Because obviously, people, when they, people think of J. Cole, they, they call, you know, boring or whatever adjectives they want to use. But he executive produced a very turned up, like, high energy album. I mean, yeah, well, they're also touring together. People, yeah. 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 So they definitely have time together to actually do all this. Yeah. I understand that J. Cole likes, like, he makes his own kind of music, but he do, he's a fan of other types of music. Like, he doesn't not like the other music, he just makes his own kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I think like like in the, when we get into like internet like arguments and like stand wars and stuff, people forget that like because like J Cole will have like Jaden Smith and Young Thug on his tour, and everyone's like, I'm just like literally I saw people being like, I'm only going to the Young Thug part, I'm only going to the J Cole part, or I'm only going to the Jaden part. I'm like, that's kind of the point though. Is you should be able, you should go to all three. Like they're trying to expose you to these different types of like, right. He wants his fans to hear something else. They're, they're literally J- Jaden, Young Thug, and J Cole are three. Three different lanes. Yeah, like Jaden's like that rock hip hop lane. Yeah, Thug is like the leader of a trap sound, and J Cole is like in this like conscious like realm or whatever. Yeah, but they're on tour together. Cause the backpack generation. J Cole's the king of the backpack era. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, so a lot like I said, I, it's it's only been out for four days, and I was drunk for three of the four days that I listened to it. So I definitely have to kind of narrow down my favorite songs and everything because it is a little long. That's the only critique I have. Is it kind of towards the end? Like I was like, damn, am I still not back at the beginning yet? Because it's nineteen tracks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're used to 
we're used to we're used to like twelve song. Yeah, like song se- seven, eight songs. Yeah. yeah, especially from Young Thug. Like, he usually yeah. is like pretty short. Well, the, 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 what the LP or whatever what, it was like five songs, six songs. Yeah, like so it's like oh, yeah, the uh, the one with the John Lennon on it. Yeah, or not John Lennon. Um, I'm sorry, Elton, I got Elton, a Elton John. Bit. Sorry, what happened? You have, have to excuse me. I got a backtrack. So this, so was Turtle drunk when he heard these? Yes. Is that what I heard? Yes. Uh, I mean, not the first. The first two listens, I was sober, but then pretty much from Friday night till Sunday evening, I was drunk. Pretty much. I was, was just trying to see why that information was relevant. It was like, yeah, you know. So when I listened to the album, by the way, I was fucking this one. <laughs> you know, I was like, anyway, yeah. So I don't remember much of it because you know it's clapping. It's like I don't, I, don't, I, don't know, like, I was waiting for it to like come back and be like, oh, that's why you said this. But you just kind of kept going. So I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> But yeah, that, I was I was just giving context to why, like I said, it's been out for a few days, but I've okay, her okay, bad that that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah, so I, I sprung it a few times, but I definitely like I had to re-listen, like even today, to be like, okay, this is like let me take a a good sober listen because I haven't done that in three days. <laughs> okay, I can respect that. Yeah, so the songs that like just looking at it though that's, that I, that stood out to me, "Hot" by Gunna with the trumpets was just a fucking right. art. Um, Surf is hard. I like Bad 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 a lot. Bad 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 is probably my favorite. Yeah, that's if if I, if it if it wasn't followed by if it wasn't like right before or right after Surf, like I had to like go back because I was still hype off Surf. I played like two or three times in a row like the first listen, so I had to like go back and like just listen to Bad 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 on its own because I was like I I was got so wrapped up in Surf I wasn't even listening. You're to still that, like, rolling off the Surf. Yeah, so I didn't even listen to like, the next three songs. Um, I mentioned Cartier Gucci scarf. I love Twenty One Savages features because he is. We were me and G were talking like how unintentionally funny he is. <laughs> oh yeah, but he's himself though. That's what I like about him. Yeah, like he because he. Like, I don't think he, he's, like, he's not even trying to like. He's not like funny like like make fun of him funny, but he's also not trying to be funny. Like he had a line where he was like, "This ain't middle school. When you suck, when you suck me off, don't forget the balls." Like, and I feel like he really meant that. That's, that's like real, it, that's real. That's real. Twenty one average. That's a sincere sentiment for him about when he get ahead. You know, that's that's details. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just he cares about the little things in life. That's why. I, that's why. I, that's why I got from it. I <laughs> um, and then yeah, me and G were talking about the Nav feature and where we stand on Nav. I'm coming around. I how like, do you feel about him? How do you how do hey, how do you guys feel about nav nav nav? Because he says everything three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I don't. And this is like I guess like an expectations thing. Like because it's a Young Thug album, although Young Thug can be very lyrical, so I don't want to like take that away from him. I don't. I didn't really come into it like okay, I'm I'm here for the bars. Like I was like I was like I'm here for flows, for cadences, and for beats. And if the lyrics are dope. That's just like a plus. Like when Young Thug says something funny or something good, that's just like a bonus. Right. So the next part, like, I tried to ignore the actual words he was saying and try to figure out the words, words, words. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to focus on you know like what he was actually uh like what he was talking. But I yeah, it's I think he just (laughs) I think he just has a good auto tune voice, so like it's catchy. But I don't think I'm really a fan per se. Although I I like him as as a feature artist, but I don't think I'm gonna go play a whole Nav album. Is he Arabian? Um, I think, is, it, is he Indian? G? I think so. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, he's either. I hear Indian the influences. Hmm. Like I hear the influences of that kind of music in yeah. his voice. I think it's cool, actually. It's yeah, just okay, okay, three okay. times, times, times. I heard. I heard. I would say that I heard more of the Arabian type music of his 
through his first album because I thought that was I actually really liked it. I really like I really liked his first album. I didn't really care for his second album because it was just kind of bland to me. But I mean, I I, I like Nav. Nav is Nav is pretty cool. I mean, again, he was on Travis Scott's song and he went in on that song. Birds uh Birds in the Birds in the Trap. Yeah, Birds in the Trap. Sing the night. Yeah, classic. I mean, that's, that's Travis Scott's best album. Classic. But. Yeah, I, I liked him this just this year. I really haven't paid attention to him until this year because he was on the Mustard album, and actually that he was on my favorite song on the album that uh, that Big Ed's in the Face song, and then he was on this Boy Back song, and I was like, you know what? I don't hate it. He he's fine. I I, I don't think I was a hater before. I was kind of like like I didn't care to think of him, but first time I heard of him was like the whole nigga thing. Wasn't he saying nigga? Yeah, that that that's that was my bad taste. That's why I never like checked out his albums and shit. It was because they were like, yeah, that's why I was like, what is he like? Is he mixed or is he just Arabia? Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think of it as a big deal, but I mean, I guess other people did. I'm saying, yeah, but it's like you should know that's like marketing suicide. You should know that's gonna be a problem at some point. You better have some like black stepdad somewhere, or like some (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, even if, like, in your personal life, like, you don't care if, like, non-black people say nigga, or if you are a non-black person and you say nigga. I mean, because my, I myself am mixed, so that's, that, there are people who don't think of mixed people as black. I disagree with them, but, you know, that there are a lot of people stand in different places on this stuff. Right. Like, as a musician, as someone who's trying to be, like, in the mainstream nigga, that's a mistake. Right. That's why I saw that. I was like, like you just, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, so. it's like, because they, they got, uh, that. What was his name? Uh, not, now his name's like Rich Brian, but they tried to get like Rich Chigga out the paint for that because his name yeah, is Rich Chigga. Yeah, like, Chigga, and that was just, yeah, that was dumb on his part, definitely for sure. So it's like he tried to rebrand as like Rich Brian now, and everyone's like, Nah, nigga, we don't forget. Like that's that's been so. The, what happened with this guy? Who's this? Uh, I think his name now is I'm pretty sure it's Rich Brian. Rich Brian, yeah. yeah, it's Rich Brian, but he used to be called himself Rich Chigga. It's like this Asian dude. Mm. And he was saying it. He was saying Chigga, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, instead of saying nigga, he would say Chigga, which people were like, No. You gotta stop doing yeah, that. It, it doesn't make sense. Sounds too much like Jigaboo. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you're, you're really, you're getting real close to a lot of slurs here. Like, so I mean, he's rebranded, and like, there's a lot of people who listen to him. I guess, like, I, I think his last album, I saw a decent little buzz for it, like on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, a lot of people were saying it was good, but I, yeah. I, I still listened to it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not in. I, I, I listened that. Uh, it's the same thing with Nav. It just left a bad taste in my mouth, so I wasn't like excited to check him out. Yeah, you're not eager to receive the next thing they're doing. You just, yeah, like, oh, okay. It's like. My take is always, like, especially now, like, even doing this podcast with how much, like, music we're listening to, I'm like, there's so much music out here. We ignore, like, a good five albums a week because we're just, like, right. interested. So it's, like, there's too much music out here for me to listen to shit I don't want to listen to. <laughs> right. Like, you're not even my first or second or third or fourth option. So, like, yeah. Yeah, you're good. Like, we I, we will just move on without you. But, yeah, so, it's like the Young Thug album, we'll probably have a little, like, deeper takes on it next week because I do want to sit with it a little longer. Like I said, I'll sit with it a little more sober this week. <laughs> but no, it was it was good. Like I definitely the, the title was very appropriate. Like so much fun. Cause I feel like the album in general was pretty light. Like there was a whole song of future ending hit all his lines with mate. Like, I mean, I get it. It was like trying to keep the theme going. Yeah. So like, it it worked. It, like I said, it's a little long, but other than that, it's a good album. And if it, if it was like if it was like five songs shorter, then I would just yeah. I, I, that's what, if anything, next week I'm gonna come back with like the oh, um, no, no, let me not go on a tangent. I'm gonna come back next week with like probably the five songs we gotta cut. But I just remembered there is one song we do need to talk about. This song "Pussy," where he was talking about YF and Lucci and just coming at this thing yeah, sideways true. for a whole two yeah, and a half minutes. True, true, true. That's true. I forgot about that. 
that's the track I was meaning to get to because like that stood out obviously just pussy. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> right. I'm not gonna go to it first because I feel like that's what he wants me to do. Um, so I was like waiting to get there, and I I didn't quite make it to that song yet. Yeah, it's basically just like him calling a nigga a pussy a bunch of times and like talking about how, how bitch made this nigga. He, but he never says his name, but everyone knows it's YF and Lucci because they have yeah. beef. And they have the stupidest beef. Their beef is over nothing. He's talking about you can kill him or something like that? Yeah, he, he, he said he said on Instagram like this week, because YF and Lucci posted on, because you know niggas beef on fucking Instagram now. He Like YF and Lucci posted on, on his IG story like uh, cap ass album, cap, cap, cap. Yeah. Shit like that. And then Young Thug was like, nigga, I would kill you. He added him this time. He's like, I, he's like, I would kill you if you weren't, a, basically, if you weren't a good son and son to your mother and a good father to your sons, I'd kill you. Mm. I was like, I was like, you know what, Young Thug? I, I respect, I respect your code. I respect that you're right. like, you know what? You're a good dad. I'm not going to kill you. That's real. That's real. You take care of your mom. That's a good enough reason for me to let you live. Because you almost even more, shooter. it's almost even more disrespectful. It's like, I'll let you live, buddy, while you like, Pat him on the cheek or something like. That. Yeah, true. Yeah, like and it's like there is a handful of artists who I be like Twenty One Savage is one like that where like if he says he's killed somebody, I believe him one hundred percent. Oh yeah, sure. I don't doubt anything he says, and I believe Young Thug. Like this, this man has sent shooters after people before, like for other famous people. It's a, it ain't new. So I feel like if he wanted Life and Lucci dead, or at least an attempt on his life to scare him, Young Thug would do that. So, hmm. but I, I was like. Because I, I was like, they've been beefing for years, and I don't know what started it. So I literally Googled it, and I was like, you know what? I just want to know. What was the, what, what, is their, what is their actual issue with each other? They're, both, they're the same age. They're both from Atlanta. Like, they've been on the same albums, like, with each other. Not together, but, like, what? on so, someone's album together. Yeah. So I'm just like, what is the beef? And the whole beef is Young Thug called himself uh, the next Tupac, like, three years ago. He was like, I'm the thug that Tupac, that Tupac didn't get to be or something like that because he died too soon. And YF and Lucci was like, Tupac would never wear a dress. That was, that was it? That's it. It's the whole thing. Oh. Wow. I was like, guys, come on. And we're we're talking about killing each other for like three years now. Over a dress? Over <laughs> over a comment about a dress. I thought the dress was fine. Do we know that? Do we know that Tupac would? I'm kidding. Never mind. No, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. Pac went to drama school. So I'm not saying Pac would not wear a dress. Right, for the right world. Like, not because he wants to and shit. Not I mean, it might be comfortable and satin and... You know, hot as hell. So maybe he wants to wear that just to be comfortable in his house and no one else is around because that's what he does on his days off. But I mean, other than that, I don't see why he'd want to wear it. Yeah, I'm I, like I'm not necessarily trying to wear a dress, but I will say that the gown Young Thug had on for that Jeffrey cover was an elegant ass gown. It was mm-hmm. nice. It was cool. I thought yeah. I thought it was and cool. I, yeah, I thought it was a cool look. I thought, like, I thought it was very artsy. Yeah, that's that's all I took from it. I was like, oh, this is like a real like you know. And he said he, he wore a dress to hide his AK forty seven, which is very young thug. That's very cool to say. Yeah, it's kind of a mm-hmm. it's kind of a real nigga response. Like people are like, oh, you're wearing a dress, like, nigga, and he's like, yeah, there's an AK under this shit. Like, what you want? Oh, <laughs> as if people are gonna be like, wow, wow, back back away slowly, back away slowly. Right. Yeah, young thug's young, young thug's uncheckable. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. We're gonna talk about him a little bit more next week. We we did want to cut our album review short this week. Because we've got our special guest, the Alpha on the podcast. Yo, yo, yo. So I don't like we mentioned before, he is a musician himself. So we're gonna we're gonna take a quick little break here and then we're gonna dive into some questions, talk about his music. How could we obviously we both heard his album a couple times. I actually wrote a review of it earlier this year. So we're gonna talk his album, what's coming up in the future, just the whole nine. So we're gonna take a little break and we'll get right to it. Right. All right, so I'm gonna cut this and then Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. 
niggas gonna be there at 10 a.m. trying to get them a chicken sandwich. Like, oh, is that when they open? 10. Because <laughs> I'll be back if I have to be back. I mean, I can't confirm, but I I feel like somebody gonna be. It's cool. I'll be here at 9 30. I'll be here at 9 30. It's cool. 9 30 is late. Live gonna be out the door. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's get into this last, this last segment because I'm trying to go buy some food myself. Yes, sir. All right. All right, y'all. Welcome back for our, fin- our first official interview on the 808s and Hot Takes podcast, our final segment of this episode. So like I said, as, we, as he's been on all episode, we have the homie Bay Area artist representative of Liberia, correct? Liberia, right. Liberia raised me. Yep. Yeah, a young Liberian nigga from the Bay, Seattle. <laughs> that's that's me. Well, am I really the first interview? Yeah, I mean we well we we had we had the girls on. But I don't know if that was an interview. They were more like guests for our topic. Okay, okay, got you. Wow. Yeah, because this 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 is not you know obviously we've had you on for the other topics, but this this is this whole segment's about you, friend. Yikes, that's a, a lot of pressure. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we we mentioned it in the a few weeks ago, but uh, your album. Is it this is your debut album, right? Your first, yes, yes, sir. Yeah, Kid Paradox, which is available, y'all, just on for the record. Every platform on every platform Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, Spotify, yeah, Spotify, everything, yeah, Spotify. Yeah, it's everywhere now. I think, uh, I think it's one of like maybe three things we're missing, like, but it's like stuff that no one listens to, like, yeah, answer, like BuzzFeed or something, some, oh, not BuzzFeed, but something buzzer, I want to say. Anyway. Yeah, like the, the random apps that like if you have it, you're kind of a, probably kind of a weirdo yourself anyway. You so. know, or like, or you have a forum or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. One of those things like where they like go and like um, critique music. But anyway, yeah. But on the main ones though, yeah, it's there. All right, so ten songs. Obviously, like just to just just to shout you out for the listeners who haven't listened to the album yet. Go pause this podcast right now. Go on your music app. Pull up K Paradox. By Siapa, S I A P H A. Go listen to No Funk, Capri Sun, Jim Carrey, and Steve Jobs, and come back. And then y'all can listen to the rest of it later. I <laughs> uh, appreciate that. Appreciate it. But, uh, I thought, I thought, isn't it 11 songs? Is it 11? Well, so you, like, I think you a bonus? There's, there's a bonus track on SoundCloud, yeah. But like, uh, really, the album is 10 tracks. That was just, it was actually literally a last minute thing where I was like, I was about to post, I was posting the album, literally posting it. And Front Like That is, like, the fir- first song I did for the album. So, like, that's why it sounds really rough, because it is a rough verse. It's a two-track. It's not even, like, mastered. or it. I mean, it's kind of mastered, but it's, like, not really, like, quality. As far as, like, the rest of the album. It was, like, the first thing we did. So, but we had that feeling. So, he was like, man, you still should have put that on there, man. I still like that song. So, I was like, all right, well, let's make it a bonus track. It was, like, a decision made that night. <laughs> Yeah, and that that's that is actually uh, one of our going to be probably one of our first questions here is, uh, we know like that's one of the first things I noticed and that G noticed and people uh, just in general around me who I played the album for or they were in the car they were like wait this is like someone else because at the time we were playing it off SoundCloud right and they're like really high quality for SoundCloud so is that like mm-hmm. something that you try to make a point to do like you didn't want to just drop like you know stuff you're recording off your phone or that kind of thing. Right. Well, I mean, I, I feel like anybody could do that. Not we're like we're in the age where anyone has access. Which is not bad. That's a cool thing because people are, like their voice is being heard, but it's like it all starts to sound a certain way. So I was like, "What if I like actually like work my ass off?" Because I do have to slave for a little bit, you know, do some strange things. 
But what if I do all this and then, you know, really pay for the quality? Because, I mean, I, I know I can make the music good. I, I kind of had confidence in those things lightweight just from, like, you know, friends hyping. But, I mean, um, as far as the quality, though, I was like, uh, that's what I really want to do because that's what makes it shareable. Because people, you can hear a lot of good things on SoundCloud, but you don't necessarily stand behind it because it's not up to par with the quality of the other songs out there. So you almost don't feel proud sharing it. That's right. But, when people feel like they can put their, you know, their name behind it, they feel like, okay, cool, I, I can support this, you know? Then, yeah. So, yeah, it was always my ideal. I, I did make it, it only time being, um, but if it was my, if it was up to me, it would have been everywhere at one time, but, you know, next time. All right, so speaking of next time, now, uh, when when officially the K Paradox drop? Like, what was the, what's the release date on that? Was it this, it was, this year? Yes, it was this year. Um, the original release being the SoundCloud release that we were just talking about. That was uh, March 4th, I want to say. Okay. And I think we we started getting it on um, Apple Music, Spotify specifically first. I mean, that was, uh, I want to say May? May 7th, I think? Yeah, May 7th was the day that it officially became on those two platforms and that was like the, the big deal because that's what everybody was requesting and I knew that's what would happen I just wanted to make sure that you know people could hear it as soon as possible because it's a process True. yeah yeah trying to make sure it was available and then you could work yeah. on mm-hmm. say it again then I could work on what so you could like you made it available on SoundCloud that was like kind of the easier app to get it on but then you were like, exactly I also wanted everywhere else but this is at least it's available for those first couple months before exactly everybody else had to give you the, the green light right right it, it was a it was a nice um cold opening if you will or what what is it called when you when you do like a matinee or something like that you kind of like before the actual release day it was cool it, yeah. it was nice to see how people like. And to see who really was going to listen to it no matter what. Because you, you saw the people who were really like, okay, I really fuck with you. Not just like, okay, now it's available now. And I listen to it because it's convenient. People really like fucked with it from the beginning when it was only available on SoundCloud. You you guys being, you know, two of those people. So thank you. Yeah, of course. Well, for sure. I mean, and and that was the thing that like we noticed immediately. Like, I, just, I, I noticed because I remember bringing it up to G. I was like, this isn't, I'm not, I'm not even listening to this on some like, well, that's homie, or like, you know, I just want to make them up. But I was like, no, these are actually like dope songs. I actually want other people to listen to these. Like, I'm putting them on real playlists. Like, right. Actually, like, like, like I said, it's you all, cause you always want to support your friends. Like, there's definitely people who listen to our podcast just cause like it's us and they're one of their friends. But then, right, like, right. well, like, hit us up, like, no, this was dope. This segment was cool. Like, yeah. I, and that's the stuff that I'm like, I, I that's the stuff, obviously, I'll, I'll take any listener, but it's dope when people actually like fuck with what you're making. So that's, exactly. that's, that's what's and it's crazy, man, because that's that's where it gets kind of hard. Because it's like sometimes you like you don't know people who are liking it just because they are friends. So you almost want to be like, tell me the truth, and like, no, no, I really like <laughs> it. Like, just tell me, like, just tell me it's awful, like that. Yeah. No, 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 I like it, Steven. So it, it's cool. It, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of supportive friends, man. It's cool. It's a blessing. Really. All right. Now on the album, obviously, you only I think you only had uh two features, both uh right. DBS was it. Yeah, CBS. Yeah, yeah my, my dog. He's he has some. He had, listen. I'm producing for him. He has some other stuff too. He's working with other people, but there's some stuff I made for him. That's gonna be really nice. Let me just go ahead and shameless plug there. CBS is coming back with events. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely check them out because like the fact that you only had those two features on the album, but they both like stood out. They were both good. They both did their thing on the song, so it made me want to like 
last time I listened to the album on Spotify, I actually like searched his his name specifically because I was trying to see if he's on uh, if he had anything else on Spotify or anything I could find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, nah, he um so he's been just li- give you a little backstory about him. I grew up with him like literally he um lived two do- do- doors down from me growing up. So <clears throat> in fact, their family was always super creative. They always were doing stuff and always like making a movie or something like that. That sounds hella weird, but like trying to make like a film, like really trying to make films, you know, with like these small bullshit ass cameras, but it was cool because it was like, they actually wanted to do something. So if anything, you know, they really inspired me in that way. So like, he's been rapping since he was 16. He, he's my age now. So what, 26? Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about him, but that goes to show, again, you, you're talking about the future. So that actually leads me to this point. Um, both of them are on there for specific reasons. Like, RJR, another person I grew up with, he was always, uh, I'd go to his studio. He actually designs hats. If you go up on, like, Instagram or anything like that, you'll, if you look up RJR, he, like, does clothing, he does hats, he, he handmade hats. Um, so, really creative dude. Um, but he was always, whenever I'd go to his studio, um, I'd just be playing my beats, and he actually liked them. And people usually don't say anything about my beats. So, he, he was like, he hyped me up on the beat side. CBS hyped me up on the lyrical side. It was like, oh, you can actually write songs. So that's like a big reason why they're both on it. It was like always in the beginning, I knew I wanted them both to be on it. Yeah. That's and it's, it's dope for like, your first project. Like the only, like, and not to be a ton of extra people, a ton of features, like two people who like had a real impact on your music. Like, exactly. Like, oh, the reason that it's even happening, really. I mean, big, big reasons that it's the thing. I mean, there's other factors, but they're like, you know, a big chunk of it. Yeah. And then, and, I, and you mentioned you were doing some pro, uh, producing for CBS. So, do you do all your own production? Is there anybody else kind of hands involved, or is is it just straight you with a, you know, with a with a board putting stuff together? Right. Well, it's all it's. I I say music is always a collaborative thing. Um. So no one ever truly, unless you're like a genius like Stevie Wonder, like truly like do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? I'm, let me backtrack. Let me be careful about how I say this. So like I am the producer. Am I, do I have some session players that come in? Yes. But I'm telling them what to play exactly. Like, I'm very detailed in, like, how that goes, which is what producers do. I mean, that's what, that's what Kanye did with Jim Bryant, John Bryan on late registration is what Pharrell does with um, Hans Zimmer sometimes. So it's like, I, I want to make sure I'm honest about what a producer is. I think too often people hear producer and think the person is fully and, like, does every single thing. Don't get me wrong. I did do the beat. I did do this. I did put the bass in there i did do like all of it i just want to always give credit to anybody who had a part in it you know so i'm not going to be here and just take all that shine but yes i did produce it every song okay yeah and i and yeah. I, I do think like i mean we, me, me and you and have had conversations like off off mic of just about like production in general because i do think right. it's kind of like being a producer is in a little bit of a way like kind of like being a composer like you're no you're right you're putting together you all these sounds whether or not it's like people playing it live or a sound you've heard and you're sampling, like you're 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 composing all these things and getting it all in order. Yeah, and that's my and that's my thing, man. I'm, I'm, my engineers always tell me like, no, man, you produce it. Stop saying that. He'd probably be mad if you heard me say what I just said about like everybody being. He he's always like, no, you're the producer, you know. But I I'm always like, ah, I really get to credit, but but yeah, no, you're right. And I mean, and what I learned just to even take it a little step further, I learned that there's beat makers and then there's producers. Apparently, like there's people who just like they can bang out a whole bunch of beats and just give it a bunch of people. But I mean, a lot of them will sound similar. It just has to, if it's the same person, 
but it like they're not really like directing the song or like saying all oh, the hooks should be here this and that so i think you know my engineer and like other few people other producers that visited the studio during the making of the album like who was here and things like what i was doing they're like oh you're definitely the producer just because i mean you you're you're making the whole song you know what i mean it's not just the you know just um the instrumental so it goes a lot further than that yeah so you're right you're basically composing um and that's yeah that, that was really fun because i mean I've, I've been doing that since high school and I'm over here just thinking that people are going to focus on what I'm saying. But when people are like, I love all these beats, they're also complimenting me. So it's like, Oh wow. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. True that. I mean, yeah. obviously, I mean, obviously you produced all your stuff and like you put a, uh, you, you literally, we, we can say that you did majority of stuff. We'll say like 85%. Right. 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 Yeah. So, I mean like, and based off that, like who, who who are your musical influences influences that literally made you do all this yourself? Oh, uh, production wise, I mean, obviously you got to say Mr. West, you got to say Pharrell, you got to say Hit Boy, yeah. Oh say, yeah, uh, Hit Boy, you already know. Yeah, MF Doom, Ninth Wonder, like th- that's like the top. Those are like the, and all for specific reasons, you know, like, and in Q-Tip also, all for specific reasons because like Q-Tip and Kanye are like the. They're the ones who can find the the chops. The where, wherever they found their samples was always in a weird spot, a weird place. Like you would never think they would sample. So I think that always made their stuff so unique. And then the way that things were chopped was kind of like a ninth wonder thing, where it's like very like, you know, just kind of soul, and you feel it out. But then you also have songs like, I mean, if you take a song like Caprice, honey, you get tell like I've always loved Hit Boy and like how his stuff was always like unpredictable if you don't know hip boy is he produced like niggas in paris yeah uh click um cold off of that same album like he's he produced uh flawless for beyonce feeling Bang- myself Bang- for Nicki Minaj. Bang- uh we were talking about asap rocky earlier he did goldie for asap uh, and one train one train he so that's hip boy yeah you know what i mean and he he has that unexpected sound and he can do so much with just like three instruments and i love that so like I just try to combine it. What's crazy is that I thought people would, I thought everybody would just immediately say Kanye just because everyone knows I'm a Kanye fan and, yeah. you know, the fact that it samples. But surprisingly enough, people aren't saying that a lot, actually. It's crazy. <laughs> they can see the influence, but they're not, they kind of see it as being original still, which is, I'm blessed that that's a thing. I mean, yeah, true that. And uh, going on, going going to, to going to another question, obviously, producers, you know, take their time and make music and make songs. This and other, obviously, make albums. But like, how did you like sit on songs? How long were you sitting on songs, or like? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Okay, so like, there's ten songs in the album or eleven, whatever you want to call it. Um, but there's probably like twenty songs recorded from. I started like March of last year, and there's about twenty songs. Some of them being like remix versions. I actually have like a remix version. I might even release it. But like. You know, just I would try it on different. Like, obviously, I had a hell of beats, so sometimes I try like the same. For instance, like Jim Carrey, like that wasn't the first beat that I was on. There's a there's another version of that with a different beat that actually still slaps, but it's a. Uh, I mean, I know. feel like I feel like you should send that send that our way so we can listen. Yeah, yeah, to it, well, you know, well, let's see why not. You know, <laughs> let's see if this music goes anywhere else. I mean, but any producer has a story. I'm not gonna act like I'm just cool and I have that. A lot of people have that story, like yeah, you, know, you got you got to try it on different things. So yeah, yeah um, so I, okay, I kind of lost track. What was your original question again? <laughs> so pretty much, pretty much, how long did it take? How long? How long do you like 
does it take you to make beats and like songs and whatnot? Like, do you sit on them? Uh, yeah, I mean, essentially, you're sitting on everything because you're kind of waiting for the ultimate release, right? Because sometimes you will finish them early on, finish some songs, but it's like you still gotta wait for everything. And you know, nowadays people just release singles so they can get that immediate like, but holding on to it. So yeah, that in itself obviously was about a year holding on to it. But as far as like making the songs. It depends, man. A lot of times what it is, if I'm honest, it's just like, I know I'm going to use this beat. I know this makes me feel a certain way. And I might even know what I want to talk about, but it, I'll have to hear it for like a month. <laughs> like, or And then sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes like um, Steve Jobs came a lot quicker. I mean, depending on where, where I'm at in life. So like, it's, it's not always like that, but a lot of times, or like a song like Capri Sun was like written on the way to the studio. It wasn't even supposed to be my song. Was hella like random and i wasn't even going to the studio for that oh that's hella dope in fact actually yeah cvs the guys on it i was supposed to be doing that beat for him and what's crazy is when you and this is what people probably don't tell you about if they're producers unless they have some clout and they're trusted then people want to hear their beats but what happens a lot of times man when you don't have because part of the reason why i'm doing music is because no one would even rap my beats because they couldn't hear what I was hearing, I'm not even saying yeah. like I was just a genius. Like they weren't even like rapping anything. It's not like they were rapping and I was like, oh, that's not the way I want it. No, it was like they couldn't even hear a melody or hear where they could jump in. So I was like, fine, I'll do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's that's how that started. But um, yeah, man, it was it was a. Uh, so a lot of that was like me trying to figure it out. It's not like I'm like naturally gifted at this stuff, but I know, you know, what's trash and what's not. So I just try to <laughs> make it like that. Um. But yeah, it, it depends. It depends what song you're talking about. But yeah, some of them, like I said, Capri Sun was on the way to the studio. But then, like a song like Kobe was probably like, the longest. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Uh, you, but then, you mentioned Steve Jobs, which is definitely a favorite. That's you know when I, the first time I heard the album, that was probably I think I think I remember I messaged you about. It. I think that was probably one of the three I mentioned that were like, no, that was that that drum was fire, and like. Yeah. I, Aside from like the aside, but we're not not even dive into the beat and the lyrics. Although I do think it's a beautiful song, the I think my favorite part of it, and this is a thing because you had a lot of skits across the album, like different voiceovers and stuff. Your right, mom, your mom's intro on that song is some real beautiful shit, like that, like, and I mean that true. Really, like, for that, like that whole, like that line where she where she said like uh, like love is the closest love is like witchcraft, but it's the closest thing we get to magic. I was like, yo, that's that's a bar. Like somebody put that yeah. shit on a T-shirt, put that shit on a on a frame where you put your family picture in. Like, <laughs> it's like the quotas. Yeah, hey, it was crazy. Is that it's crazy that people like really relate to that because that's really how my mom. Like, that's really like, that's really me. You know, what I'm saying that's really how like my mom is. That's how she talks. Like, that's like the stuff a lot of Liberian kids hear. So like we instantly like hear the the Liberian parables and stuff like that. Like she says something else. There's so many of your friends that tell you who you are. Like, True. that's something that you hear. And every, I mean, you don't even got to just be Liberian to hear that. You hear that often. So it's cool that people connected with that because you wouldn't think. You put this stuff out there. You spend time doing these songs. But you don't know what people are going to, like, pinpoint on. And what, like, people will be like, oh, these two lines are, like, the best part of the album. And it's like, what? <laughs> I, I was high as fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't ever know what it's like. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. But it's like you never know what people are gonna like from it. But it's cool that people connect with that, or that people can even understand what she's saying. I, I like that people connect. No, with I really, no, I really like how she said your name. I think that's Jara. Jara. It's like I was like, bro, 
your mom, your mom really came through with the heat, and, Honestly, and I did want to ask, like, how did she? Well, well, first I want to ask, how does she feel? Do how do your parents feel about you doing music in general? Are they supportive? Like, obviously, your mom's on the album. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me, let me make this clear. So it's my mom, right? But it's someone playing my mom. Oh. So I think a lot of people think that she's like my mom's in the studio. No, no. <laughs> so like she. Uh, but don't get me wrong, though. This is, like I said, that's exactly how my mom sounds. It's just... Um, uh, is, is it your sister? No, no, not even. Um, so oh. it's this girl. Um, I want to give her Instagram. Shout out to um, her. Damn, I'm, like, forgetting her Instagram name right now. And I usually know this. I'm going to remember it, and I'm going to, like, randomly say it when you ask me another question. It's going to be totally unrelated. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she, um, she was super cool. Like, she had done, like, some Liberian skits couple of years back like i think around 2015 and i used to die at them because it was so accurate and i was like and it come to find out my cousin knows her she lives in the east coast so like i had that connection and one time i just reached out to her and said hey like can i use you for this like and she was like and she was really cool about it like facetime me and everything and just sent over recordings i didn't even tell her what to say i just sent her the songs that i had at the time and then let her do but I, I told her, like, kind of the gist. And, like, she knows. It's from being, like I said, from being a Liberian kid, you know, um, you know, what, what they say. So she came through with that for real. Shout out to her. When I find out her name, I'm, I'm going to say it. But um, to answer your question, well, my parents, Dave, uh, I'm sure they, you know, you know like, it's, 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 that reality, at least, I don't know how it is with other people trying to do music, but I guess unless it like comes through, or unless it happens, like I'm not gonna say they're not supportive. Like they know I go to the studio, but and they listen to it, but they don't really see the other side. Like they don't see people like, you know, like you guys, like actually being inspired by it, or people like coming up to me and stuff like that. Which people have said a lot of nice things, and but it's weird. Like they kind of don't see that. It's I don't know how to explain that if I'm honest. I, but they they haven't been not supportive. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. Yeah. It's just they don't have much to say about it. Yeah, I mean that's because and as the uh, as I mean G being the son of Haitian parents, me being the grandson of Puerto Rico of like parents or grandparents from the island, and you being you know like the a child of are your parents your parents are from Liberia like they were born there. My yeah, I was the first one born in America in my family. So okay. my parents and my two older sisters were born there. Yeah, so as, as, and as like the as a child of, of like an immigrant, especially like black and brown immigrants, we all kind of have the same story where it's like right. Your parent, like, like my mom thinks it's cool that I do a podcast. She's like, yeah, so you got a real job, right? Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, they're looking for you to have like that kind of American dream career type job. Like, that's the whole kind of whole reason they came here was for their kids to have right. those opportunities. So they're like, entertainment is cool, but like, what's the real job? Yeah. Like, what, what are you actually doing? Yeah, but it's also a different time. You know what I'm saying? So like, especially with the economy now, it's kind of hard to get the regular jobs, quote unquote, yeah. that we're supposed to have. You know what I mean? Because now it, it used to just be like, okay, you need a degree. Then it, then it became you need a master's degree. And then it became you need experience. And, you know, it's like, it's always a new thing that you need, another notch in your belt that you need to make these things. It, it just makes it more impossible. So nowadays, like, people are realizing, like, oh, we got to actually own our own shit because that's the only way we're going to make money and survive. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I often I reference um these two comedians. They're both like from New York. Adidas uh, Amaro. Like I've shown G them. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they, I always reference whenever I talk about this topic, like they're a joke. Like Adidas' parents are from Jamaica, and he said his mom okay. would literally watch him on TV. Like they have their own Showtime show now, and she'll be like, mm. "Yeah, but like, oh, so you, you're still telling like she'll joke, but like, you're still telling dirty jokes with that Spanish boy. Like you're not. <laughs> it's still not a career. Like, 
Yeah, like like he's like a, like a millionaire now off off jokes and See, all it was he's crazy. Is you're making dirty <laughs> jokes with that Dominican guy? Like you're not like you're not actually you don't have a real job. Yeah, it's still like a a sense of mockery. It's weird. Like there's definitely been I've definitely had that conversation a few times of like you know like I might be in a bad a bad spot financially and it's like well what are you doing with your money? I was like y'all niggas know what I'm doing. Like you know where I'm going. Every, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like it gets frustrating for sure. Oh man, like it really does. So. But it's cool. I've always had support groups. I've always had friends who always believed in everything I've done creatively. Like, so I think that's what's helped it. But yeah, I'm glad that you understood that because I was like, I don't know how to answer this without making my parents seem like assholes. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. They're still like loving people. They still work their asses off. And at the end of the day, like, they're the reasons we're in America and that I even have the resources I have. But they're not necessarily like, you know, passing my album out, out of the back of their trucks either, you know? <laughs> Yeah, they're not they're not at work shooting that that link off in the emails. You know what I'm saying? Then they're, they're not popping off. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, help me out. But I mean, <laughs> my siblings are my my little sister. Being an exception, she um, you know, she does a lot of things creatively. She definitely is big on that. So she definitely supports. So I have. It's not like I don't have family members supporting. I'm a, I don't want to make my yeah. family seem like <laughs> they're all dicks. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? You doing music? Oh, that's cute. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So. All right, so um, obviously you have your two features on your on your uh, last album. So obviously you have some. I know I know you're working right now. So uh, what? Absolutely. What artists? What are the current artists that you would you would want to work with, or past artists? Oh, let me even um, let me go ahead and get the actual name this time because I'm I'm tired of not knowing. You got name. it. You finally got it. Um, I'm I'm about to. Okay, her name is Khadija Angel. If you look, I want to. It's, I believe it's K H A D I J A Angel. Like she's a model. In fact, when I released Steve Jobs as a single, the cover there's like a beautiful lady on the cover. That's her. She's the That's one. That's her. Doing, okay. She's, she's the one doing the skits on the album. And yeah, so she. That's dope. I mean, yeah, go support her, man. She's doing a lot of cool things. I mean, obviously she's funny. She she has all that stuff too, but she's she's focusing more on like other stuff. But she has stuff coming too, man. It's it's cool. But um. To get back to what we were just talking about, as far as artists I want to work with, definitely people you wouldn't expect. This is um SoundCloud artist that I, I met recently. Um, he's more than that though. I, to call him a SoundCloud artist is like really dumb because he actually like directs <laughs> videos. He's he's a music artist, period. But he also like you know like directs and does like videos and everything. So a lot of this stuff, like all the videos you'll see of them, there's a group called 18 PM. 18 p.m. and like I think their music is only available on SoundCloud, but um, they have videos on YouTube and he directs, he does all of it, and um, really, really dope vibes. I mean, it's a group. I think it's two of them. Um, definitely, uh, this just to throw that out there. That's definitely. work with people like that. People you just you just wouldn't expect. Yeah, are they are they also out the bay? Um, out of LA, so oh. not quite the bay, but. Definitely, like you know, the Bay has a totally different sound to what I've been doing. But I, I definitely still, it definitely still influences like certain songs, especially if you like circa like twenty two thousand six to well two thousand five to two thousand eight around that period. You take a song like No Funk. No Funk is definitely inspired by songs from that era, you know. Yeah. So it's like the Bay does inspire it, but right now the Bay is definitely on a different wave. I don't know if you listen to that, um, any of that I hear, but it's cool. It's but it's different. Um, yeah, is it, y'all definitely have a. It's a very, very unique sound from out there. 
Right. But even then, I would still like to, like, you know, if I do cross paths with someone, like, I do every now and then at the studio. If the time's right, like, why not? If it fits, like, why, you know, why not record something? So, like, definitely, I don't necessarily, I mean, 18 p.m. would probably be the only group I have in mind. I just had to shout about because they're so cool. I feel like the stuff's authentic. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know yet. We'll kind of cross it when we get there. But we definitely have some bops, man, some songs, some good songs. Man, I'm, I'm trying to make this one better. All right. And so, so speaking of the next one, it's kind of like the last formal question, at least. Okay. And obviously, 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 your last album only came out five months ago. So, and you know, we we all have we all have kind of the same opinion on like the oversaturation thing where people <laughs> start throwing music out constantly, right? Quality away. So, what like about when do you think people can expect either the next single or the next uh, project from from Siapa? You know, I think I think there's still stuff to do with. Um, there's definitely visuals we would like to work on. Nothing's even happened yet, but. Again, like you said, it's only been like about five months, which I, in my yeah. mind sometimes seems like a very long time, but really it's not. There's still people who have been meaning to hear the album and haven't yet. So, like, you know, it's still kind of growing. It's still aging. So there's still some stuff we would still do with Kid Paradox before. I, would, I wouldn't I would expect that. I'm going to take my time with it. It's not going to be. It'll definitely be next year sometime. Yeah. Or if not, even like early the following year. But I think it might hit next year. Yeah, this is definitely like kind of a tangent thing, but some visuals from K Paradox would be very fire. Because if people don't know, you at you you are a, a little bit famous yourself. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some you know, what I'm saying like I've been blessed to have other stuff be shared before. So yeah, yeah, with the whole dunk cam, there's a for those who don't know. If you ever like watched Vine or anything like that and saw this dude who kind of looked like D Wade, but like a great value D Wade, a Kirkland D Wade, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, <laughs> D Wade just never, never quite practiced on this jump shot. Um, <laughs> dude, like dunks on him, you know, somewhat dunks on him, quote unquote, and um, in the dorm room. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. A, a legendary video, something, a moment. Me per- personally, I, I have a little bit of resentment towards because I got the invite to be in that video, and I didn't. <laughs> I remember up. that. <laughs> I, remember, I remember I didn't pull up because we had done it. We have done stuff like that before, and I was like, "Yeah, I was in the last one. It's fine. I'm not gonna do this one." Because I was I was hanging out with somebody, yeah, and then yeah. I, saw, I saw it all ridiculousness like the next year, and I was like, "Damn, that could be me. Could be right there. Could have been in the video, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's... it could be right there by Ben, just going nuts." But you know what happened though? The next time, you know what I did was I kind of we were talking about oversaturating. I definitely overdid that when I was in those videos because I did like two more. Yeah. Um, in the following videos, and so every time I do it, the next time, oh, best believe everybody was like, "Oh yeah, I'll be there." You know what I mean? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, that was the cool thing cool. about it. That was actually probably the only beneficial thing for me about that. I mean, well, obviously the fact that it got out there, but like, it was cool that the next time I worked on something, people had the trust, you know. And that's what I kind of, I'm hoping that will happen with music too, where it's like, you know, people would like trust off of this album and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna listen to whatever he drops next." Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely where we're at. Like, like we we put people, you know, try to put people on. Like, even if it's just playing in the car and someone's like, "Oh, who's this?" and we're like, "Oh no, pull, pull him up on your Spotify, or your Apple Music, or whatever." Like, we're gonna yeah. throw a couple. I mean, you'll probably get three to five songs. We're gonna try to sift through and put on the, this week's playlist. Because, like I said, it's the music, the album itself is is great. It's like it's it, I know what's good because it's been I've listened to it over the last five months, and mm. I still want to go back and listen to it. Like, it's not. 
Because like, when really? you talk about there's so much music coming out, it's it's hard. Like like YBN Corday had one of the best albums of the year, but I just realized right. today, like I listened to it again, but it had been like three weeks since I played it, just because there's so much new stuff constantly yeah. coming at you. True. Right, right, right. So it's like you have to keep revisiting these albums, which is a good thing. Yeah, because it, it definitely makes them feel new again. And Kid Paradox has definitely stayed in the rotation like since it's come out. Hey, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, I know, I know it could be easy to slip through, especially, like I said, I mean, YB and Corday, I, I keep saying, like, I've said this ever since I heard that whole the old niggas thing, the response, I was like, this kid's going to be the next, like, he's the next one. You know, it's that same feeling you felt, like, when you would see, like, you know that era where, like, the J. Coles, the, um, what was his name? Uh, well, Wiz Khalifa, Kendrick, Kendrick um, who hey, else? What was that? Currency? That kind of like blog rap era that blew up. Currency Wale, exactly. That whole era where everybody, you, you heard of me, you knew something special was going to happen. Like, I, I, I heard him, I was like, I know he's going to be one of those. Like, he's going to be, a, he's, he's going to be a problem. Yeah. And then sure enough, like, he made some other songs that got a little bit more hype. And I was like, okay, I'm glad. And then he had the song with Chance. I was like, oh, yeah, there we go. That's going to solidify. Yeah. All he needs to do now is get a song with Drake and he's everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, it's a joke, but that's real. Because, like, he got, he got the Chance feature and he got an Anderson Pac feature. And then Anderson yeah. Pac got him on to what was it, Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. That's huge. Especially for some, like, that's, that's a big deal. This, like, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely proud of that. But, yeah, I, I know with all that coming out, it can be hard. It can be easy for, especially someone who's, like, not really known um, for that music to stay in rotation. So, I appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you. All right, so we've we've done all the all the formal questions, all the you know the the true getting into the artist Siapa questions. We got a couple rapid fire joints just to get your takes on some things. We're just looking for like okay. a one to two word answer. Some of these might be a little harder than others. We're just gonna throw them at you and try to answer. Okay, so what like, what are we doing? We're just gonna do rapid fire questions. Rapid fire questions. They're okay. mo- they're mostly either ors. You try okay. to you know try to answer in under like five to ten seconds. Okay, I'm ready. All right, and start the fake timer. Drums or flats? Oh, whoa, definitely um, flats. Wow, they didn't see that coming. All right, that's trash. And MJ, I did. Oh, okay, we got the conversation about the wings in a second. MJ, who? MJ or LeBron? Yikes, Uh, MJ. See, I, th- I, th- I thought he was about to say Kobe. I thought he was about to switch it up. Kobe, actually. <laughs> oh, no, I won't be that much of a dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> or, like, have to be, like, super, like, yeah, pretentious with it. Like, like MJ LeBron, Kareem. You know what I mean? Like, dude, like, <laughs> shut up. Like, just, <laughs> just answer the question. Yeah, I got you. All right. All right, your favorite MCU movie? MC movie? M- MCU movie. Like Mar- the Marvel movie. MCU, Mar- Marvel movie. Um, well, 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 I do... Okay, so for a long time it was Civil War, but I think now it might be Endgame. That's fair. All right. Civil Just the War. way, yeah, the way it came, to, all came together was. Be- I'm big on that, like people completing, like what they start, like everything kind of making sense, like that. That shit always gets me. So, like, yeah, Endgame probably. All right, and who's got the best Joloff Rice? <laughs> Librarians don't even ask me this question, bro. Come <laughs> on, bro. Cause that, that's been a hot. That 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 stupid question or that stupid question. <laughs> no, um, yeah. The thing is, no, like, listen, I like all Jell O Fries that I, I taste. It's just, it's all different, but yeah, like, but I'm yeah, we're ranking, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not shitting on anybody else's. But even like, even though the Nigerians can be a little, <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
No, at first uh, you have to cough. You have to do that Idris Elba cough when you get the Nigerian jello rice for <laughs> sure. All right, so uh, <laughs> like, Beyonce or Michael Jackson? Oh, uh, yeah, I almost said Beyonce out of instinct. I'm so glad I didn't say that immediately. Oh, <laughs> um, I almost as soon as I heard Beyonce, I was like, Beyonce, don't even ask me. I'm, um, <laughs> Michael Jackson, come on now, you already know. I'm like the biggest Michael Jackson fan. Like it's actually unhealthy. Let me just tell you, if you ask me anything from 1970. To maybe like mm, 1995, I can tell you what he's doing that year. That's that's <laughs> crazy. That's how weird. That's how weird it gets. Now to the to the listeners, like we 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 all went to college together. Like this is a this he's dead serious about. No, that. he you can pull up like a year and a song, and he'll be like, it's from this album, it's this track. He was in fact, so and so like it's, it's oh this yeah, is what, bro. I've come into the room numerous times, and I just see Jr. sitting on his bed watching Michael Jackson concerts. <laughs> Hey man, that's how I got through life. That's what kept me sane, you know. Back then we didn't have the weed back, so true. we had to deal with the Michael Jackson true. video. No, um <laughs> it's no, it's that's true. Um, but I'm not just a Michael Jackson fan, I'm a Jackson Five fan, also a Jackson's fan. You know, you gotta there's different eras with it, bro. Like it's a it's a it's a thing. I have the LPs too. It's not pretentious, it's just my life. It's just my life. Um yeah. <laughs> and a follow up to that one, best Beyonce album. Um, I, I know this is a hard one because me and G have said like you're you're kind of the one who made us realize how dope Beyonce was. Like you kind of put us on. right, right. As far as impact, man, I might have to go with her self titled man. That one was huge. I mean, no, no, no. It's between the self titled and um and uh, Lemonade because Lemonade was huge too. I think what made Lemonade so big was the fact that people who never thought they could relate to Beyonce, like especially females who never thought they'd ever be able to relate. Could be like, oh wait, Beyonce got cheated on too. Wow, wow. this is an album for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and that's that's a big, that's big time because she didn't have to do that. She could have made just other songs. Yeah. And to the listeners, like when I when we say like like Steven is an OG like Beehive like like way, <laughs> way before it was cool to be in the Beehive. This man. Was oh, for cool. sure. I just respect talent when I see it, man. It's not even about like whatever. It's just like if you're dope, you're dope. Period. <laughs> see, so I like the city girls too. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Me, me and Jay, me and Jay have had many arguments and conversations about Beyonce. Oh my gosh! Well, let me say that again. Hold on. G wasn't trying to see it at first. Because <laughs> so, still, not the point. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I, I low key, I feel like G doesn't respect greatness. I just that's how I feel about it. Sometimes. We're not gonna get into it. Yeah, or he's a contrarian. He just likes to go against the grain Mariah and get Carey. you going. Yeah, he, he, he bashed Mariah Carey like multiple weeks, and I'm like, "What's your problem?" Like, well, this is the same nigga that refers McDonald's chicken over Chick Fil A <laughs> chicken. Can we really trust anything else that's coming out of this? <laughs> no, this this is such a We're making good points right now. We're making these are great points. We're not connecting the two. This is the same nigga that we're talking about. Turtle, okay, I'm, 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 Turtle agrees with me that Megan Good is part of the Beyonce. That's, yeah, you you went there, okay. I didn't want to do it in your podcast, but I had to do it. You went there, you went there, okay. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, oh my gosh, you went there. Oh um, wow, I'm shaking. Cause you know how I feel about this. It's not making good is definitely bad, but wow, it's it doesn't even come close to. I mean, a lot of the times it's what the person's capable of doing. You're juicing, bro. Can Megan even dance? We don't even know that. That's you know what I'm saying? We're not talking about that right now. We're that all about... goes into it, though. It's We're not, not just about, about looks. Right it's, it's about who about you are. Looks. 
Anderson Pac said if she can't dance, then she can't. So that's <laughs> okay, no, okay. Dancing ability matters here. Okay. I really believe that. Listen, and be, because of um, let me be careful about how I say this. People I've been in the past, like you know, the the dancers and the non-dancers, like I'm I'm dead ass. That's, that's a big factor. Well, yeah. You're gonna get that someday. You're gonna get that on your way home. <laughs> like for real, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to learn you something, young blood. This is I'm telling you, this is real. I'm telling you that is a big factor. That means they can move. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? My lady might hear the but I'm serious, it's true. Like that's that's a big factor. And all the other things too. I mean, it's not just about the talent. I'm I'm not saying the dancing as far as just naming talents, because obviously Beyonce would kill her in that. It's it's so much more. I mean yeah, Megan Good can act the one thing. You're not just obviously gonna kill her in dancing and singing and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna but this is not a talent but, but again, thing for that. That's the basis of this argument though. No, even even just looking at it, I'm I'm sorry, I'm still gonna come here, Beyonce. Yeah, I, I I had I had to have this debate with, with G and another friend because they tried to tell me that like they tried to first of all they tried don't to, me. I'm not in they, this. they tried to pit sisters against each other and say that so, first they said Solange is finer than Beyonce, which I was like, that's just incorrect. Contrarians, contrarians. You know what <laughs> yeah, Solange well, is? You know what Solange is? Let me let me go ahead and say this. You know what Solange is? You know you guys like Cheetos? Yeah. Okay. You know how there's like hot Cheetos? Yeah. But then you know like the have you ever had the green, like the cheesy jalapeno ones? Yes, sure have. Okay, kind of fire, but they're not hot Cheetos, right? They're <laughs> yeah. good. Look, they're look. good. No, no, no. And it's in the same family. It's good, but it's not hot Cheetos. Yeah, That's exactly I, what it is. Solange yeah. is the cheesy jalapenos. Beyonce is the extra, extra hot, hot Cheetos, flaming hot nigga, hotter than making good type shit. See, and, but and she's what, still bad. Okay, Jr. And, and what, okay, uh, where, where that where that conversation that day went off the rails? It was bad enough that they were saying Solange is finer because it's just not true. I love Solange. I think Solange is beautiful. The Benz video was one of the sexiest things I've ever seen. It was, it was. same, regular. same. I've seen. But they 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 tried to say not they G G G tapped out at this point. No, I was like, we talking. About? I, this our this other friend literally looked me in the face, straight face, and said, if Beyonce wanted to have sex with me, I wouldn't do it. And I I looked him at I looked at him and I was like, I just don't believe you. And he was like. What do you mean? I was like, are like, you calling me a liar? I was like, I mean, you can say define it how you want to. I literally don't believe you. You're just, you're lying to yourself. Well, I don't. Yeah, n- niggas do this shit. Niggas do this shit when when it's like stuff because you hear Beyonce's name more, you almost want to resent and be again have the contrarian approach because she's everywhere. You know, what I'm yeah, saying she, you hear her name a lot more. You don't hear making good, so you kind of want to stick up for that and have an opinion and be an individual. And if that's what you want to do, I get it, but don't. Do not exclude facts. And facts are, you would not. If she was right in front of you, I'm sorry. Well, I, no. Obviously, that's ridiculous. Why? Wh- who? who um, obviously, uh, our boy is, 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 is not the brightest in the bunch. And, yeah. and listen, if your boy's into men, then he can't be in this conversation. Because <laughs> clearly, he must like big dick if he doesn't want to have sex with Beyonce. She's right in front of him. Sorry, I'm, I get kind of emotional when you guys start talking about Beyonce like that. Do not talk about Beyonce Giselle Harden. One of the okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's go back to the questions at hand. I'm yeah, sorry. He, you're, you're G went there. I didn't want to go there. I was literally like sitting back in my seat, and then he said the Megan good shit, and I sit up, I sat up like hella quick. You're welcome, nigga. Yeah, G, G took it there. We didn't we didn't have to do this, but you're G welcome, took it there. God, got my blood pressure going up and shit, bro. Yeah, as we said, like you know, you an OG Beehive member. I remember, I still remember when you when self title dropped because it was that whole digital drop that was unannounced. It was out of nowhere, bro. Yeah. Of nowhere. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because like, obviously we we come from, and this is this sounds old, even though it's very recent. Like this is like still kind of pre-streaming. So you, yeah, Whoa. yeah. You had to go get. You had to get the flash drive. You had to get the torrent. You had to actually have that that joint like hard. Exactly. Drive. 
and you I had to go through a process on campus like like drugs. What? Yeah, Some I've never seen I've never seen albums. The two albums I've seen go like really across campus like that was the self titled and when Kanye dropped the uh, Pablo. Yeah, that what because really? it was like at that point it was like I people who didn't even listen to Kanye were like you got the album like nigga you don't even listen to rap music <laughs> but because by that time like you know his wife is Kim Kardashian and then like everything else in the news and everything like that it was just like so much like people just wanted to hear okay what is this about you know what I mean which was marketing genius by Mr. West but also sacrifices you know mental health whatever um anyway back to you know facts um <laughs> yeah Get your boy, you know what I'm saying? He, he might be a little, he might be a tambourine player, my guy. Like he, <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. That's not even like to discredit or say like he's less of a man. He just, he just likes men. If he thinks that, it, it, it's fine. That's fine. That, that's you. Do what you, you know. <laughs> I'm going to tell him, I'm going to make sure he listens to this episode. All right. So do you got any more questions? I think I'm, I think after the Bianca thing, I think I'm, I think I'm out. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're, we're gonna leave it right there because you know, Jr. We, we could argue for days on this one. Yeah, I'm saying you, you left it on. You got, you we guys, I mean, we're ending we on a good like, note. It was nice, you know. what I'm saying we were having a good time. We were having a good conversation. It was cool, you know. what I'm saying niggas was happy. There was no violence. And then you had to bring that back. Like that's why. You have to understand that me and Jr. have been arguing about this for years, and it's still gonna happen. And we will still be arguing about this for years to come. Look, the, the next time we're gonna an album, we won't though. Yes, we won't, no, though, we won't. Oh, but now it's not. Jr. Jr. But, but we will. It's not, it's not even an argument anymore. It's like now I, I'm just glad. The only reason I did it now is so people know how ridiculous, like you know, some of the some things you be talking about is like now they know it's like okay, cool. Like now when we listen to this podcast, we can't really trust everything G says because this nigga also thinks McChickens are better than Chick Fil A, and he thinks Megan Good looks better than Beyonce. We got to take that with a big ass grain of salt, <laughs> a big, a big, a big tub of salt. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Jay, I, I love you too, buddy. Hey man, it's love. all love. It's all love. If anything, that's why I take the time to chastise you and tell you what's right. <laughs> the next time Beyonce drops an album, we definitely gonna have to have uh, have Jr. Back. Oh yeah, B seven, B seven. I'm gonna be there for that. Believe that. Uh, I want to say like, bro, uh, on the run two was the one of the best tours I've had, and not only because of Beyonce, honestly, because of Jay Z too. It was weird. Like I actually like was like, damn, this is bad. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that was a show. Like. Bro, it was a it was a vet. They could have just showed the visuals. They could have just shown the visuals. I would have been, been fine with the money I paid for it. Hmm. That's how good it was. And then they were like the transitions and the mixes. What they're doing it was so like you would never expect. And then I forget how many hits Jay Z has. This nigga has like he could have had his own concert. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and rightly so. Yeah, they have two legendary discographies. Like. So you put and they messed together, it. Like, they messed it well. You wouldn't think it messed, but first of all, they have more songs together than you can than you realize. Sometimes we forget that they have the Bonnie and Clyde. They have your crazy in love. They have Deja Vu. They have you know upgrade you. They have they have a lot of songs together. So it's like what's that song? With, what's that song on? Um, oh, Drunk in Love. Also, I forgot what was it called. Dang it, I forgot the song was Beyonce and Jay Z. But they have hella, so like it's yeah. like they can mess with that, but also they're mixing everything oh, you're together. About, um, lift off, lift off that's that jam. Oh, uh, lift off of Watch the Throne, yeah. yeah. Lift off is my shit. I like uh, that's I like the best one, fire. yeah. It's underrated, it's not talked about as much. Seriously, though, that's, that's a fire song, yeah. And a lot of like hip hop circles online, like forums and like on Twitter, I see a lot of like people put that as one of the worst songs on the album. I'm like, y'all are bugging, you're bugging. That's a, that's Be- Beyonce fire. on the hook alone was exactly. crazy, yeah. It was just an event. It, 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 that's what it seemed more of. It was more of an event. Like we got the three, you know, biggest 
artists of the time, you know, on this track. Yeah. And then you had um like you know how the beat changes? I, I believe that's Q tips like part. And that part is like a soulful outro. It's just dope. It's a it's good a song. Dope, it's like, art. Yeah, it's a best song. Yeah, as a whole. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna try to wrap it up here, just because you know people gonna start start complaining about tweeting us and complaining that we're going too long. It's only been like an hour thirty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so that's about the right. Yeah, we can, we can always we can always cut. You know, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, cause, and well, obviously, we, all three of us go go way back, so we could talk for hours. Like True. for we, sure, we did it the other day. Yeah, we we. <laughs> yeah, we we finna, we finna definitely have you on again at some point in the future. You're obviously you're always welcome here. Eight oh eights and hot takes. Sure, man. I appreciate you guys for having me on. I meant to say that actually when you first like did the like dope introduction for me, and I couldn't find a spot to fit that in. <laughs> pause, <laughs> pause, pause. But uh, yeah, uh, thank you for letting me be on the show. I appreciate. it. I'm a big fan. You know that. Right, yeah, and uh, and anything you want to plug, like where can people? I know we we, we plugged your album already, but where can people find you online, Instagram? Uh yeah. I mean, my name will probably always be Siafa Pay Cash on Instagram. That's probably where I'll be the most active. And then also shout out to 18 B- B- PM, 18 PM, Khadijah Angel, CBS, other great people, you know what I'm saying? Turtle G. Yo, hey. It was good, man. Thank you guys so much. Cool. All right, homie. And like to the listeners, as always, we are 808s and Hot Takes Podcast. Y'all can follow us at 808s and Hot Takes Pod on Twitter. Follow me at Turtle with a pen. Don't follow G because he don't want y'all to he don't want y'all to bother him. No. <laughs> And, uh, He's too busy looking at Megan Good and trying to decide. I don't understand. Wild, okay, so, and another look. thing. <laughs> sorry, my bad. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's just... Yeah. So hopefully, you know, if you if you're mad at G about anything he said today, especially that McChicken shit, go ahead and just oh my god, tweet the podcast page because he he gets notifications from that. So unfortunately, but all right, y'all, we out. You're.